Welcome back to the Clarity Call. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And this is episode 148. Come on, get happy. Welcome to the Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with special needs. We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here Here we we go. All right. Last week, we started off by telling you that we need to be making decisions with the intention of having a happy life, right? We, that's what we're trying to do, trying to make decisions that will help us experience more joy and happiness. So today, we're going to go ahead and jump into how to hack happy brain chemicals, right? We want more of them in our lives, and so before we jump into how to do that, Alicia's going to give us our reality check. Okay, so I have never suffered with severe depression, and I never want to minimize somebody who struggles with these debilitating emotions, so I never want to make light of those types of things, understanding that. We do, as humans, typically go through some some circumstances periodically that um, kind of put us in that, you know, mock depression or, you know, say situational depression or, um, you know, anxiety, all kind of those emotions that feel suffocating at times. Right. Right. So I was going through one of these last week and I was in an amount, immense amount of emotional pain and, you know, went to bed very hurt and sad. And I woke up the next morning and immediately had a a beautiful situation, of course, grace of God shining in my my life. And I'm very feeling very grateful for that moment. But I just was able to get home and be like, no, like God is good. And I need to like pull up the bootstraps and let's get going. Right. And for me, that means do what I do every day, or most days, which I try to do, and that is get on the the treadmill and start working out, right? And boy, did he show up for me because I was able to get on there and between this song that came on in that moment, I don't typically do songs, especially, you know, Christian songs that time in the morning. I typically listen to other things, other talks and stuff. But this morning I had a very distinct, um, thought to turn on this particular station and on it came this song called the unmaking and if you haven't heard it look it up it's amazing by mm-hmm. nicole hardman i, I think we'll put, put a link in notes, it yeah it's amazing because it's life-changing and as i just happened to turn this on that song started right up and i started running and i ran on a higher number than I've ever ran. And I literally felt like I was just floating. Mm. That running truly aligned with the music, aligned with all of those things, really truly helped create that chemical that I needed in my body to get myself that jump start of, 
I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to suffocate and die through this. I've got to just keep moving and keep growing and keep learning and keep showing up for myself because, you know, as much as we'd like to hope that we're always going to have somebody, you know, angels attending us and people showing up constantly, our most important thing, which we've talked about so many times on the podcast, is we have to have our own back. Yeah. We have to show up for ourselves first. And the best way we can do that is get control of our emotions, control of our hormones, and figure out how to get happy like we're going to talk about today. Yeah, for sure. So let's just go through and list. Um, you probably know because you're smart if you're listening to this podcast. And we've talked about it several times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, the happy brain chemicals are dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and endorphins. And we'll tell you what each one does for you and how to hack it. We'll go through each one. But those are your happy hormones right there. Those are your happy brain chemicals. So we are going to walk through each of these and then kind of tell you what it is and how to get more of it in your world. Okay. So we'll start with dopamine. It is the reward chemical. Mm. Okay. So the way to get more dopamine in your life and we get dopamine hits like that's why addiction becomes a thing in people's world is because they want a reward, an immediate reward. Right. They want a dopamine hit. Right. And so a lot of times addictions and buffers will give you a dopamine hit. But yeah. So a little disclaimer on this. You know, you have to be really careful because anytime you take any of these to an extreme, you are going to become a junkie. Mm-hmm. That's a real yeah. thing. Yeah. And so you've got to be really careful with that understanding that hormones are no different than than true like than drugs because you can become a junkie to these you know that's why they have um what do they call them like adrenaline junkies right Mm -hmm. these are things that truly can happen so be careful of course have make balance a thing yes yeah and don't think that we're like go get more dopamine yeah do all the drugs and drink all the alcohol yeah Um, you know, or, you know, pornography is a fast dopamine hit video games because they're fake, Mm -hmm. you know, like winning things gives you a dopamine hit. Right. So just be careful. Um, but try something new because that will give you a dopamine hit. And we're talking new, like a puzzle, like art, like exercise. I mean, any of the hobbies, hobbies and things that make the creative mind come alive. Right. Yeah. Also, one of our personal favorites, listen to music. Oh, yeah. Like I just said. Yeah. Well, and that's how, like I told you, I get a dopamine hit when I re- I do a stress cycle release by getting in my car, turning my music up really loud. Celine Dion's my favorite right now. Mm. And having that release, that stress, uh, stress cycle completion allows my dopamine levels to rise. And then I can feel like I have a reward. Like right. I've done something good for myself. Right. And then another one would be to make a list, a small list of tasks, and then complete them. This is Alicia's favorite. My favorite. Check, 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 check. check. Fox (laughs) checking. I actually am creating a chore chart for Caden today because we um, are being almost six years old and wanting everybody else to do our responsibilities. So we're going to give Caden some dopamine hits and create a little chore chart for him. Yeah. I think it truly is just nature. I mean, everybody enjoys completing something and sometimes we do it out of necessity and it's just on autopilot and other times it's truly like okay you know I accomplished a lot today and you see the you know five or ten or two check marks off on your list and it feels very accomplishing I mean I've had days where I've like 30 things and you're like I'm on fire but they're they're 
you know, put away the dishes, like call this person, you know, even though they're little things, you check it off. It feels like a reward, like you're saying. Yeah. So All right. We'll move on to the next one. The next one is one of my personal favorites, serotonin. You know, I, I love to work out now. It really, really, truly has helped stabilize me in so many ways. And because I have Hashimoto's disease, it really has been key to my staying healthy and well in all the ways, physically, mentally, emotionally. So some of these things are ways that we can have this be our mood stabilizer is get some sunlight. Mm-hmm. I love the sun. I know you don't love the sun. Well, you know, I, mean, you I, sunshine, I went out on a but... walk with Jocelyn yesterday, though. Like, we just went around the block, and I was like, ooh, I do want the sun on my face for a few minutes. And I do, like, and I'll go sit on the back porch while she's on the trampoline and get my, you know, 20 minutes of vitamin D or whatever. I do like a little bit of sun. I just don't like to sweat. So Yeah, yeah. So get some sunlight. It's get outside. Um, exercise. You know, and like I said, you can become a a, tr- a gym junkie. Mm-hmm. You know, you really can. And there are so many people that do fall into this trap. Yeah. Moms need to get away and then they end up at the gym too much. You know, like you, any of these, you can find yourself in a trap. Right. But genuine, true exercise, add it to your list, set a limit, um, and just do something every day to get your body moving. You know, right after people have surgery, that's the first thing they want to do now is get people moving because they mm-hmm. understand that helps in this process with your serotonin is to start to feel better and to stabilize your moods. You've got to move. Right. you got to move. Um, the other one is meditate. I've been doing a lot of this with therapy and before I go to bed. And I'm telling you what, I just, so since Brock's had his surgery, he's had to sleep. He's been sleeping with me and doesn't now want to go back to his bed. But I was getting into a real good pattern. I think I had like 58 day streak or something where I was doing this, what's called the insight timer. My yeah, therapist you told us me, about it, it on the podcast before. It is amazing. And you can say what your mood is, and it gives you this meditation to help you fall into a sleep. Or at any point in the day, you can do it. But it truly helps get your brain and your heart back in sync and, you know, creates a mood stabilizer for you. It's awesome. And then a healthy diet. I'm really loving this one right now because I do notice. I've started paying really close attention to my body and how I feel when... I have, when I eat junk food versus when I have a healthy diet, and I really do, I, my day goes so much better, I'm in a way better mood because I feel good physically, because mm-hmm. I've eaten well. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's key. Healthy diet. We are what we eat. We are what we eat. And again, that just helps with our, the serotonin in our brain, staying more stable, having a better mood. It's a great thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Our next one is oxytocin, which is the love hormone or the cuddle hormone is also what it's known as. And this is like physical touch, I'm going to say, most of the time. Um, It's like affection, right? Showing affection for others is a big way to get oxytocin or receiving affection from others. So for me, I have been finding that I want to hug people longer. Like, and I just will even tell them, like, if I'm getting a hug from one of my bigger kids, I'm just like, oh, no, no, I'm not done. I'm not done with my hug yet. Just hold on. Because there's something about, they said, like, touching chest to chest for 30 seconds is how you, like, it takes that long to really, like, release, have that oxytocin release. And so I'm just like, nope, not yet. And I literally will count. Like, I will hold on to them and count to 30 because I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting my oxytocin. Hold on a second. And they're like, awkward, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Move. Yeah. You know, or like Caden, I'll just like 
snuggle him like he's still my little baby and I'll get those fixes. And Jocelyn was sick over the weekend, so I got a lot more cuddle time with her than I typically do because she's not cuddly. But when she's not feeling well, she does hold still for a little bit longer periods of time. <laughs> and so, yes, I have been been uh, getting... I, that's how I get my oxytocin. But you, if you like this, I don't like being massaged. And so I don't like massaging other people. But you can get or give a massage, and that's a great way to receive some oxytocin. Um, and it can also be as simple as spending time with friends, like going to lunch or something or doing something nice for someone actually releases oxytocin, Mm. you know, so be kind and you can have an oxytocin hit. Right. I also, for boys, I'm learning that they re, you know, show their affection by, you know, rough and tumble and hit and Mm -hmm. punch and, you know, crawl around. And I'm, and I didn't realize that I always thought that that's just, you know, them wanting to get into trouble, Mm -hmm. but I'm learning a little bit more that they, they need that. This is how they're getting that, that showing their affection. Right. Right. It's a manly way. And then there is the endorphins, the pain reliever. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we all have pain. We all live in different levels of pain, but again, regular exercise is key. And, you know, that's another reason why once they pull you out of surgery or anything that you're doing, the older that you get, they just want to keep movement in your body. I have to tell a story real quick about endorphins and exercise. So I went and tried a hot (laughs) um, Pilates class. I went to this place called Hot Works with one of my friends and we did um, a Pilates class inside a sauna. And can Mm. I just tell you, I hated Everything about it. I actually had to have my face near the door so that I could have it cracked so I could breathe. Mm. I do not do well in like steam saunas or actual heat saunas. Like like, you're suffocating? Yeah. I'm like way claustrophobic in those circumstances. Okay. But I was with a girlfriend and so it ended up just being like jokey lot of fun. Right? Mm -hmm. Anyways, I it wasn't my favorite. I'll never do it again. (laughs) But it was a workout experience like I've also never had before Mm. because I left there and I ran by my daughters and so I was talking to her for a minute and she just is smiling at me super goofily as I'm talking to her and I was like why why are you smiling at me like this she goes I just love you on endorphins (laughs) that's funny (laughs) and I was just like oh and it took her saying that to me for me to be like that's what oh, that, yeah, I am kind of high right now. Oh, how funny. And, you know, and it really, like, that's what had happened is I had had this super fun, miserable, <laughs> awkward, but really it was a good workout. And I sweat. I told you I hate to sweat. So that was, like, a terrible part of it. But I sweat for 30 minutes straight mm. and apparently it released a bunch of toxins and became high on endorphins. Wow. So, anyways, that was kind of fun. The rest of and the endorphins. Then, oh, okay, yeah. I was thinking you were doing it because you were telling a story. <laughs> I just wanted to insert, insert, insert my story into the endorphins. Story, you're right. Okay. We also can, so along with what you just said, regular exercise, yoga and meditation, you're doing that in hot works, you're not going to love it, but you're going <laughs> to, but it's going to release mm-hmm. those endorphins. For so, sure. Um, once again, those things. So obviously you're, we're doubling up in some of these things. You're getting like a double hit on some of these things when you are engaging in these activities. 
you can create music or art. Creation. Again, you're, the creative mm-hmm. side of your brain is so key for relieving pain. Mm-hmm. And then the laughter, which is why we have chosen for the last couple of years to do the Would You Rathers, but also now joking. And it is funny. Like, I have to just say, I, you know, going through some pretty heavy, challenging things right now. And um, God bless her. Our sister has gone through some awful pain. An awful, horrible mouth pain, which mouth pain to me is worse than having mm, babies, you yeah, know, and she terrible. agrees. And she called me one night and just in some of the things that we were talking about, we just both started laughing. And I hated that, thinking that I was laughing because she was in so much pain, but and having some of her teeth done and some of the things that she was doing and having to wear this retainer, like anyway, everything about it was, was funny and laughing through the hard really does help. Well, and she did it knowing that she could make Alicia laugh because Alicia has been in some really, like she said, hard emotional pain recently. And it's hard to watch people that you love go through hard things and feel helpless. And so I was talking to our sister after she did that. And she's like, I just don't know what to do for her. So I just took out my teeth and made her laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Sent me a picture. Yeah. So, you know, if you're, if you're seeing somebody down and obviously don't do it in a mockery, mocking way, but, right. but helping people laugh and get through these hard times, help them release those endorphins. It's really important. Yes. Yeah. So we love good, good, uh, hormones, good, happy brain chemicals. And these are some ways that you can tap into them. And we hope that you will do so and share with us. Share your experiences. Share the ones that are working for you, the ones that are not working for you. However, um, <laughs> or if you find other hacks that, work, that we haven't listed. Work really hard to keep balance, though, and mm-hmm. not become a junkie in any of these ways. Because as we know, there are pill forms that can just give you that quick hit, right, yeah. of whatever it is you think you need. But working hard to gain it the right way is definitely where it's at. And you'll have a much longer, more um, lasting result, I believe. So with that, we want to remind you that the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And let's end with some laughter. And can can I just tell you, Alicia doesn't even remember sending me this, but she sent me this quite a while back. And I think about it and laugh every single time I think about it now so i hope it makes you laugh too because it's hilarious and we'll send the picture because it's even yes, better we'll post the picture but it says what is the difference between an alligator and a crocodile and if you think about that just you're like oh alligator crocodile. They're the same. what is the difference right well i believe the main difference is that one will see you later and the other will see you in a while <laughs> <laughs> i could be wrong i'm not a, zoo- a zoologist <laughs> gosh i love that so much they're all gonna see you that's the whole point yeah that picture is classic so good and you know with when if you have little kids like you're always like see you later alligator after a while crocodile right like it just makes it just makes me laugh even more and that's like an inside out laugh you know like i feel it on my insides which it's giving me some endorphins yeah there you go well we love you we're glad you're here on our journey with us and we hope that you have and find some clarity this week Thanks for joining us on the Clarity Call. Please like and share it. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Be sure to check out claritycallcoaching.com to join our weekly newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media.
We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.